Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summers and Community Trail of Summers in Philadelphia. We are returning to the Shemayna Prakam of the Rambam, the eight chapters of the Rambam, the Rambam's introduction to Pirkei Avis. And we saw yesterday how the Rambam's telling us how do you cure your illnesses, how do you make your nefesh healthy and wholesome and fully functioning once again when a person is faced with a disease of the spirit, i.e. a bad mida, i.e. a bad character traits. So he's got to figure out where he's off. He's got to put it to the other extreme. And then he drifts back to the middle. The person who is has an issue with anger, with kas, he has, to, he has to make himself extremely chilled out, beyond the pale, beyond the norm. He has to make himself, you know, so, uh, <clears throat> so tolerant that even something that should not be tolerated is tolerated. So tolerant, so completely calm, so completely calm that nothing can face him. He has to force himself to the other extreme. And he has to regulate himself over there and habituate himself in the other extreme. And then he, he drifts back to the middle. But we saw more than that, not that he just drifts back to the middle, so the Rambam, then he regulates himself in the middle. He habituates himself in the middle. So it's all about Hergel. It's all about uh, <clears throat> repeated behavior. It's all about ingraining behaviorisms within yourself. And it's first about ingraining the opposite extremes, a person who has issues, cannot give tzedakah, cannot give money, cannot let money leave his hand. He has to go to the opposite extreme. He has to give indiscriminately. He has to give without a cheshvet. He has to give loosely and over generously. And he has to regulate himself over there. He's got to habituate himself in that midah. Get, and, and make that a habit, make a habit of that. And after he's made a habit of that, so once again, he can, at that point, he should make a habit of the middle midah. So we asked yesterday if ultimately he's going to be making a habit anyway, of the middle midah, developing hergal over there. He's going to be developing a um, behaviorism via the repeated behavior of the middle ground, which which is the balance, which is the the um, correct setting for the healthy nefesh, and where he wants to be, if he's healthy, if he's totally, you know, fully functioning, why not just go there right away? That's what we asked yesterday. We left it off kind of a cliffhanger. Why doesn't the Rambam go there right away? Why does the Rambam have to give me this idea of building a paragol over here, building a habit over here, and then the drifting back to the middle and building a paragol and habit in the middle? Why not? Because Morgan, why, why, why not? Why not uh, just go there right away? Why not go there right away? So, told me the Ram shows up. Okay, so this is the that is the question. Why is the, just how the Ram tells you how do you deal with a chayle nefesh, a disease of the nefesh, which is a midas problem? You have an issue with midas. If ultimately, anyway, the Ram is going to say you have to have hergul in the middle. So why do you have to have hergul all the way in the in the kitzei hasheni in the other extreme? Build a hergul over there and then come back to the middle, make hergul over here. The Ram says someone again. Cannot, cannot give money. Can't be generous. So he has to go all the way to the other extreme. Be unhealthy the other way, which is also unhealthy. Rabbi said, if you're too generous, you give too much, you, you, you don't take care of your own needs. You give the point that you're not your own expenses aren't going to be taken care of. That's also not healthy. Too much, too little is no good. Too much is no good. So the Rabbi make hair goal where it's too much, and then come back and make hair goal in the middle. So anyway, you're going to be make hair goal in the middle. You're going to get used to accustoming yourself to the middle 
why, why, why not go there right away? Why do you have to bend yourself, push yourself all the way to the other extreme, and then, and then develop a hergul in the middle? Go to the middle ground. That's where you're supposed to be. A healthy nefesh is able to have balance in everything. A healthy nefesh is able to give but not overgive. Is able to give but not undergive. Give normally, give generously. So why not go there right away? And all the meters that the Rambam said, the only way to work on any of the meters to cure yourself of the chayle nefesh or the diseases, the sickness of the spirit is to go to the other extreme, develop habit over there, and develop habit in the So that's what we asked yesterday. Why? Why is it so important to develop this um, habit and 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 repeated behavior in one extreme and then develop the behaviorisms again in the middle? So the answer is like this. The answer is. <clears throat> Let's take a step backwards over here, and, and it, it's time not to ask a question and 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 and, and um, answer, ask a question and enter an area where we haven't yet entered, which is what's the like what's the lumdus? What's the deeper explanation behind the scenes for the Rambam's approach altogether, for the curing of the the, the sicknesses of the spirit, the illnesses of the soul, the meters problems. <clears throat> What's what's going on behind the scenes? Rambam again told us that if somebody has a meta issue, any problem with any of his character traits, whether he overeats, that's a problem with his character. He undereats, that's a problem with his character. He gets too angry too quickly. He has a, he has a sickness and illness. He doesn't get angry enough. He he tolerates things that he shouldn't tolerate. He lets people treat him like a shmata and that doesn't get him upset. That's also an, a, a sign of disease. And the Rambam says that, that, that a person with the diseased nefesh is going to have meters problems. A person with a healthy nefesh doesn't have meters problems. What's what is the disease? What exactly is the disease? What's this sickness? And the Rambam the whole time is referring to it as a sickness. <clears throat> the answer is, and here's a very, very, very important, very fundamental point in understanding the Rambam's whole approach to meet us all together, to character traits all together. The the illness, the chayli, is a lack of control. I'm not in control. I'm not in control. The 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 the, gabber, the person himself lacks control. I don't have I don't have sufficient control over myself. Other forces within me are are, are in control. A person is a very complicated place. A person is very complex. We have again what what we understand is the correct thing. We have seichel. We have Bechira, we have the ability to make decisions. And then we have a lot of Ritzinus, we have a lot of drives, we have a lot of desires, we have a lot of things pushing us beneath the surface. But you can call the Yetzir Hara. Yetzir Hara, all the, all, all, everything that's pushing us beneath the surface, everything is bubbling, everything is agitating us. The drives, the desires, and all the forces that are pushing us within. When a person is unwell in, in an area of, let's say, his nefesh, his, with the, with, which the Rambam was telling us about, which creates an illness, which creates a, a problem with my midas that's out of whack, that means in that area I, I don't have control. Something else is controlling me. Something is controlling me. If a person has a problem with kas, what that means is his, his rigidness is controlling him. He's so rigid. His inability to deal with situations which are a little bit out of his comfort zone, that's controlling him. That's in control of that, that controls him, that's in charge of him, that's running the show. That's that's essentially what Cas is, what's anger. A person has a very, very limited comfort zone, 
This is my comfort zone. My comfort zone is when everyone listens to me right away. Everyone obeys me. And there's no traffic. The car starts right away. There's no red lights, etc. There's no lines at the supermarket. What I need is, is, is on the shelf, right? And I see it right away. I don't have to make any other trips, etc. That's my comfort zone. And a person who has an issue with CAS is the, the, the inability to tolerate being out of that zone. That, and that's in charge of me. That, that force, that feeling, that reaction, that's in charge of me. That, and that, that creates a person with a temper tantrum, a person with an anger issue, anger management issue. He can't tolerate someone who talks to him the wrong way. He can't tolerate someone who didn't understand what he said the first time, right? It gets us angry too. I have to explain myself again. I have to repeat myself again. I said the first time, I said it very clear. I gave you a very clear answer. Why are you asking me that question again? So I can't, that, that puts me out of my comfort zone, and that's stronger than I am. That inability, the lack of ability to deal with a situation which is out of my comfort zone is stronger than I am. Of course, our mind tells us that's so silly. What's the big deal if I have to give someone instructions again? What's the big deal, the big deal if I have to give someone directions again? What's the big deal if I tell my wife on, uh, again how to do the Shabbos mode on the oven? Is that such a big deal? So of course she's going to forget the first time. She's going to forget the second time. She's not going to get it the third time. Such a big deal if you have to say it again. Not such a big deal. So why, why do you get people so agitated? Why do you get so, 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 so upset? Because the inability... The, the disinterest in being out of my comfort zone, that's stronger than my seichel. And it's, I'm not in control of myself. I'm not in charge of myself. That's in control. That has control over me. <clears throat> Why is it, the Ramah was talking about the the the, the, uh, the disease, the illness, uh, all the meters he was talking about, uh, all, as we mentioned earlier, person that can't give money. Uh, uh, someone's coming around collecting this. People that push, they can't open their wallet, can't take out a dollar bill. They can't take out, they can't do it. They can't, the Ramah says, someone's like, a uh, 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 someone who is extremely um, stingy, an extreme miser, someone who can't give is it has it's 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 not just difficult; it's really physically impossible for him to open up his pocket, to take out a coin. It could be you know a quarter. One of these here somewhere. Take out a, a shekel and give it to an It's 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 very it's difficult for him to do this. Maybe even impossible. <coughs> now the mind again tells us that's ridiculous. Are you going to go broke because you gave somebody a dollar bill? That's the dollar bill that's going to make the difference between, you know, being in chayvus and not being in chayvus, being in debt and not being in debt. Of course not. Of course not. It doesn't make a difference. And you're doing a mitzvah and you're helping this guy out. The dollar for him is going to go much further than it will for you. For you, it's going to be a half a slurpee. For him, this dollar is going to get him one step closer to making his chasna or whatever. So in the realm of seichel, the realm of of, 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 of rational thought there's no difference between uh, between giving and not giving it doesn't make any adverse impact not going to affect my life by giving him that dollar bill so why is the guy who's so stingy why does he have such a hard time giving because there's an illness there's a disease and that disease is again irrational it's a disease of being unable to give money and it's stronger than his seichel it's in control it's in control of him. Everybody understand? It's always what's going on. Whenever a person has a problem with his mitzvahs, that means some kind of force, some kind of, there's some kind of 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 uh, drive, some kind of desire, some kind of yetsir hara that I have, which is stronger than me. It's stronger than me. And what? Who's me? What's the me? The me is my 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 clear my clarity of thought, together with my bechira, with my free will. So that's stronger. That's stronger. The 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 inability to give money. It's the inability to give money is stronger than me. 
conversely, the Ram talked about people who give too much. There's such a thing as giving too much. People just give and give and give, and they come home, and their wife says, how are we going to pay the, the electric bill? How are we going to put food on the table? I don't know. Someone was collecting for Achnas' Kalas. I wrote him a check for everything that we have in our bank accounts. And people are so generous, so giving, that they'll, they'll do that. They'll write out their entire bank account to somebody because they feel so bad for him. That's also an illness. It's also a sickness. Where's that coming from? Again, someone who wants to help out so much. The guy who can't say no to anyone, right? There's, that's an extreme example. You know, that happens maybe you know back in the back in the, the in Europe in the stories, the Hasidic Shemaisalach, the people that would give all their money Tachnos's Kala. And nowadays, what would, people generally don't write out their entire bank account to people to someone else, even if they feel very bad. But but where where will this affect people? People that are too giving. People can be too giving with their time. Their time that can happen. So you can't say no to someone. This person needs a favor. This person needs a favor. This person needs help. This person needs help. This person needs help. And he doesn't. Ha- he never has time for himself. He never has time for his family. He never has time for his wife and kids because he can't say no to anyway. There are people like that. That's being too generous. If not with your money, with with your time, and with with your with your with your um, uh, what? <coughs> with your kishrinas, that's right. That's right. With your talents, with your with your 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 listening ear, you can't say no to people. So that's also, if a person does that too much, excessively, it's also uh, unhealthy because a person's going to wear himself out, he's going to drain himself, and he's taking away from, he has to take care of himself, he has to take care of his, his own family. That's also an example of the same thing, a person who lacks control. Meaning his seichel tells him you have to have balance. His mind's intellect says, if I always am there for the entire world, but I'm never there for myself, never there for my own family, then that's going to have bad results. It's, it's not going to end well because a person can't can't completely drain himself. A person can't neglect his own family. His mind tells him that if he would stop and think about it. But why is he not saying no? Because again, the, he has he has somewhere inside of him this need to help out people, this desire to be. Sometimes it's like Mashiach syndrome. People think that we have to save the whole world, right? They have to save the whole world, and they're busy cooking for everyone, helping everyone, giving everyone favors, there's a need that they have to be Mashiach, a need that they have to help the whole world out, and that need is stronger than them. That's also the illness. That's the illness that they face when they're overly generous because this need, this natiya, this this desire that they have to help out the whole world, that's also stronger than them. And again, them means their seichel, their clarity of thought, their bechira, no, their need to, to be the superhero to save the whole world is stronger. So those are the two extremes. The person who can't give it all, his need to keep all of his money to himself is stronger than him. The person who gives too much, his need to be the superhero to help out the world is stronger than him. That's always what's going on behind the scenes. And everything we've seen in the Rambam, the last two Prakam, in the Rambam has been very clear that every media issue is an illness, is a sickness, is a disease, and the disease has to be cured through the same way a physical disease has to be cured physically, a spiritual disease has to be cured spiritually. A, a, a problem with an imbalance means when I'm in one of the two extremes, that's an, that's an illness, and you have to have a methodology. And there is methodology. It, it, he's explaining that. But what is the illness? This is now we are lifting the curtain. We're identifying now that illness is really that I have some force inside of me that's stronger than I am. It has control. I'm not in control. I'm not really in control. If I can't tell no to people, I have to help out the world, whole world that I'm not in control. That need to help other people is in control. If I can't, if I can't help anyone then I'm vital, not in control. Because you have to have some balance, you have to be able to help people, right? With balance. If I can't help anybody, then I'm also not in control. So the whole idea of being ill, of having a meetup problem is an illness. And the illness is not being in control. 
The cure, therefore, has to be that I'm now in control. I'm in control of everything that's inside of me. I'm in control of every desire. I'm in control of every taiva. I'm in control of every need. I'm in control of every desire that I have. I'm in control of every tendency that I have. I have total control. When I don't have total control, then again, I, 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 I'm a choyla. I'm ill, says the Rambam. The only way to cure the illness is to establish control. I have to be in control of all my tendencies. I have to have total control over all of my desires. I have to have total control over all of my inclinations. The only way to have total control, if a person is so sick, is so ill, that his midas, his, his character traits, push them all the way over there to make an extremely ungenerous, extremely stingy, an extreme miser, or extremely overly generous, if my the, the issue that I have with my midas pushed me to one of the two extremes and I'm so so lacking control that I went all the way, drifted that way, that way, the only way for me to be cured and have total control is to force myself to go to the other extreme. That will help anyone? That will help anyone. The, that's the only cure. That's why as we asked, why is the Rambam's approach to, to have Hergel in the opposite of that meter, which is also unhealthy, and then to come back to the middle? Why not just go straight to the middle? Why not go straight to the middle? The answer is, if I go straight to the middle, I didn't really get better, and I'm going to end up in the same place that I was originally. If a person can't give, and then he trains himself to give normally, to give reasonably, within reason, eventually he's going to drift back to where he started because he never really broke that midah. He never really broke the control. I was able to like, to, 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 to bend it a little bit. I bent it to the middle, but even in the middle, with, even with balance, I'm, I, I, to give with balance means sometimes I give and sometimes I don't give. Sometimes I say yes and sometimes I say no. Sometimes I give a little, sometimes I give a little bit more. Sometimes I give a lot, but I'm not always giving. I'm giving discriminately. I'm giving with, 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 with measure, with, with, with measure, with balance. Sometimes I'm not giving. Which, which is good. Right bond, right? That's right. But the, but if I go there right away, then I never broke the meter. I never really controlled it because I'm still, I'm still. In, in wherever I am having balance in that meter and, and not giving, that's still coming from the meter that had power over me. The only and 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 if a person goes straight, directly from being in an unhealthy extreme, not being able to give at all, to the balance in the middle. Eventually, he's going to sink back down to where he started, because he never really broke control of the meter. He never really put himself in charge of that meter. That meter still has so control long, over him. So how long? You, how long you need to be on the extreme? Is it, is it time for it, or you, you're going to feel it? Like when you are. You're going to feel it. Yes. So, so one sec. I'll answer the question in seconds. The only way to really cure yourself, because curing is about establishing control. That meter right now is in control of me. I have to break that control. The only way to break the control is to go all the way to the other extreme, where I'm extremely overly generous. I give more than I should. And I give more than I should, then it's going to be very hard for me. What, what's the, there's going to be a whole milchama. What's the milchama? Is I'm fighting with that me that that got control of me. It doesn't want to give up control. I have to break it, not just bend it. Going to the middle is only bending it. I have to break it. The only way to break it is to push it all the way to the other extreme. When I, sh- when I can go all the way to the extreme, and I have hergal over there, I build up a, a pattern over there, behavior over there, and, and, and consistency over there, then I broke it. Break By breaking it, I, I'm totally in control now of how I give. And that me does not in control anymore. Now I'm in control. Now that I'm in control, I can go back to the middle and develop hergal in the middle. So Reb David wants to know, so how, how long does that take? How long do you have to do it for? No? How many years? Five years? 20 years? 50 years? So it's not about how long, how many years, months, weeks. It's about the feeling. Meaning, it has to come to the point where 
I don't feel a struggle anymore. There's no, there's no milchama. There's no internal battle. As long as there's still like a battle, like don't do it, don't do it. Okay, I'm going to force myself to do it anyway. As long as I'm forcing myself, that means I'm still fighting with that midah. And if I'm still fighting with that midah, that means that midah is still in control. And it's still trying to, it's a tug of war. There's the shnaim oiches and betalus over here, right? It's a tug of war, a battle between myself and my my bad midas, my inclinations, my taibas, my the things that got me in trouble. So as long as I still feel that it's difficult, it's coming with a struggle, that means I haven't broken it yet. When I come to the point that it comes with ease, it's easy thing for me to do, that means I broke it, now I'm ready to go back to the middle. And it's like this with every meter, like someone who gets very angry right away, shouts everybody, he's very impatient, very intolerant, he has to force himself to stop, he doesn't answer anyone, he can't to 30, he speaks very softly, even when he shouldn't speak softly, he speaks very calmly, even when he shouldn't be calm. He's, he, he, he moves slowly, forces himself to move slowly, to react slowly, to talk slowly. And even when things are happening that should get him upset, he doesn't get upset. And it's going to be very hard for him. He's going to feel this, this battle inside. He forces himself to go to the other extreme to the point where now that became normal. That became second nature. That became very easy for him. So now he can go back to the middle and sometimes be calm and sometimes be upset. Sometimes talk nicely and sometimes talk with, uh, you know, a little bit of, of uh, emphasis. And so it's like that with all meters, but now we understand the lumps behind the scenes. Why is it indeed, if the Rambam really just wants us to be cured and have the, 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 the appropriate, be, be healthy in our meters, and healthy is the right balance, the balance in the middle. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes I give, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I give a lot, sometimes I give a little. I know when to say yes. Sometimes I help someone, and sometimes I say, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. I'm sorry, I don't have time for you right now. I'm sorry, you have to call me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And sometimes you say, oh, yep, come see me at 3 o'clock today. I don't go straight that balance because if I had a problem with my meters, it means I lack control. The meter was in control. The Yitzhar was in control. And if I try shooting for balance right away, I'm not really breaking that control because I'm still letting that meter sometimes get what it wants and I'm going to eventually fall back into that same meter again, fall back into the same trap. The only way to have be cured is to... To completely establish control, the only way to completely establish control is to break the meter. The only way to break the meter is to go to the other extreme. Very gishmak. So this is the behind the scenes of the Rambam's approach over here of working on meters, and we'll continue Mr. Shem tomorrow.